So, hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to Cries in Norwegian, a podcast about Scam and all its adaptations. Yes. But we're only going to be talking about season one of Scam Italy. So, Scam Italia season two actually ends this Friday, but we won't be able to record for a while. So, in the new year, we're going to be talking about season two. We're really excited about it. But today, it's all about season one. Yes. Okay. So, let me just gush for a second. Okay. Do because it. Because I flipping loved season one. Okay. It was so enjoyable. It felt like the right balance of doing their own thing, but also staying true to the original mm-hmm. show. Like, all the big beats are there. Yeah. Really well done, with just enough of a change. Yes. To make it their own, I think. Yeah. Like, stylistically, it's very different, but it's also fantastically, confidently done. Isn't it like, I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like the artsy indie version of scam not like this og scam indie version it's no like, yeah og scam version is the david gordon green yeah indie. this is like the new york that like cool kids vibe yes um, exactly yeah. it has that cool kids vibe. and when you get to season two this is how i realized it and then when i was re-watching it i was like yeah 100 when you get to season two there's they remember people screaming on tumblr saying okay this is beautiful but this scene is so dark and i was like oh yeah and i was like ah yes artsy there's a lot but there's a lot of really beautiful cinematography oh yes it's so good and scam italia i don't know how big season one was but i know season two every single time there's a clip it trends wow Uh, and it seems like it's actually i've i've seen it written up in italian newspapers like it's definitely getting a lot of press a lot of attention which is groundbreaking in a lot of ways especially because of um lgbt but again Mm -hmm. we'll get to that later um lots of fun stuff to talk about uh so what Anything else you want to say overall? I mean, just, uh, there's a lot, a lot of, like, little things I wrote down as I was watching. It's interesting that they're all so much older, clearly, the yes. acting so, actors. So, one of the, one of the sort of criticisms is that. Yeah. That the actors are older. I think they're fantastic. It doesn't super bother me, but I was, actually, I will say this, I was worried about how it would affect the end of season one, because it's kind of dramatic in, like, a childish way. I mean, not in a childish way, that's the wrong way of putting it, in, like, a um, young person way. <laughs> the, the reactions that happen in the whole, like, kissing, cheating thing. Yeah. I was like, is that going to look naive with these actors? To their credit, I... Thoroughly bought it, enjoyed it, mm-hmm. um, didn't bother me. Another one of the big criticisms is the fact that the actress who plays Sana, uh, Beatrice, is not Muslim and not really a person of color. I'm not sure what her background is. Maybe there is some mixed thing in there, yeah. but definitely not Muslim. I don't have much to say about that, except I think that's not right to cast ethnicity. Yeah. Uh, like, you cast the ethnicity of the actor that you're casting. Yeah. Like, you can't cast... A white guy and say he's yeah exactly XYZ. so so it's not ideal it, and it, it breaks my heart because the actress is really good and she I really good. like the character. It's also interesting. I really paused and thought about the scene towards the end where it's after Sylvia Vilda character has thrown up on her and she has to change yeah uh, and, and and she comes out without the hijab and we, we see her hair and okay on the one hand I was like kind of fascinated by it as a choice because there is. First of all, she looks very different. Second of all, it gave me a new appreciation of her jobs. Third of all, it does indicate a kind of like intimacy with these girls yes. and putting her so, hair yeah. down. So I, I loved it in terms of that. And yet at the same time, it felt really wrong for Sana's character. Yeah. I just don't think Sana, at least 
as I understand her from OG Norway, which, I mean, you know, the OG scam, which maybe they're changing. But I think a core part of Sana's character is that she's a very all or nothing kind mm-hmm. of person. And she's kind of severe in a lot of ways, including the fact that when she makes this rule for herself, she has made this rule for herself. Okay. And I, I, I ju- it just felt like kind of out of character. So I didn't, I was mixed feelings about it. Me too. I was of mixed feelings. I remember the first time I saw it thinking that it was a, kind of a lovely choice in a lot of ways. Uh, and totally. just like a really strong visual way to say this is how close these people are. This is uh-huh. like where Asana is, that she is trusting them with this part of herself. Um, but yet it also brought this weird awareness that I wasn't sure if it was in character and I wasn't. And then, that, and then it, I couldn't turn off the fact that, like, well, they're only able to do this because this is something that the actress uh, doesn't have to consider or think about or... Right, so it kind of like reveals the lack of authenticity or something. Yeah, I don't uh, know, it's super weird. Yeah, um, it just made me feel weird. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do you kind of want to do this? I don't know how to do it. My notes are all over the place. They kind of progress through the... Maybe in the beginning I just talked about like things I love. Like, it's so Italian. I was thinking about you the whole time. Because I kept thinking of things that you used to say. And yeah. I'm like, now I understand yeah, them. Yeah, so Italian. Like the parents being around all the time. The time. Yeah. That so was, involved. So, so that was one of the things that I wanted. Like, I, I the fact that I think all of them at least started the season with the parents being together. Uh-huh. Because that's just more of the norm, I think, in Italy to a certain extent. Um, and then her mom was much more more present. Like, yeah. Not only are they together, they're, like, involved. involved. Very involved. Yeah. Over-involved in their kids' Both life. of them. Um, the dad we don't see that much of, but we hear that he's a presence. Yeah, um, yeah. And she talks a little bit about how, like, since she's, like, uh, like gotten, uh, gone through puberty, he's a little bit, like, awkward around her yeah, because yeah. he doesn't know how to treat her. Which but is it's definitely the most uh, present of mm-hmm. the Eva's parents that we've seen. Um, yeah, for sure. For I mean, sure. but it's not just the parents. Like, there's so much wine. I love seeing they're actually eating prosciutto on oh, the yeah, street. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is so Italian. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Why do I not live in Italy? Prosciutto. Living in Italy. I know. I, that's, I remember that I, I shared my story about how uh, when I, the summer I lived in Italy, every day for like lunch, that's what I would go to the supermarket uh-huh. and just buy like bread, prosciutto, mozzarella, a little bit of olive oil, and voila. Um, <laughs> Perfect meal. It was um, great. Yeah, uh, they, they just look like they're having fun all the time. And the tight pants, man, there's so many tight <laughs> pants in this show. Um, yeah, I will say, everyone, even if we make, because one of the things of season two is making fun of Martina's wardrobe choices, because mm. he only wears blue shirts. But even then, yeah, everyone looks good. Like, everyone looks like they care about what they yeah. look like. It's, yeah, it's exactly how I imagine it. Yeah, like. again, the buses being late, everyone being on the bus uh-huh. all the time. All, like, just like yeah. the public transportation, yeah. like, how to get into places. I love it. I love it. There's a, uh, have you ever seen the Eddie Izzard stand-up special? It's from a f- several years ago. No. Oh, he does this whole thing of, like, going to different countries in Europe. He's a very funny comedian. Anyway, yeah, yeah. For Italy, he's, like, he doesn't really have any impression of Italy. He's, like, I don't know, they just ride around, ride around on scooters and just say, ciao. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, at some point watching the season, I was, like, yeah, I just, they just go around going, ciao. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm joking. Anyway, I loved it. 
Oh, by the way, watching the show makes me really want to watch Baby. Has Netflix been pushing this show on you? I mean, a little bit because I watched Elite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is my this is my point to tell you you should check out an article I wrote about why you should oh. be watching Elite. Uh, Make sure you link to it. Yeah. So, Eva, as a whole, what was sort of, like, your impression of her? We talked a little bit about her home life being different. Yeah, I mean, I think they nailed her story almost in ways that sharpened some things in OG Scam. Like, they hit the jealousy stuff hard in the beginning. Yes. The, not just jealousy, but, like, the lonely note, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, almost, I kind of feel like, well, uh, Scam Netherlands did it, too, with, like, making her own food and stuff, and mm-hmm. here she's calling, ordering pizza. Yeah. I thought they, what, they they kind of dealt with the whole marijuana reaction really well by just, yes, just setting it up. up. Just making it, it's, it's not, like, a thing that teenagers are weirded about, but it's what she is weirded, weirded about, about. about. Yeah, and, and they... Yeah, they did a really good job with that. They laid the groundwork early on, and then once, even when the reveal happens, there's even, like, a specific reason as to why she is opposed to it, which is, like, well, when you get high, you act dumb, also you threw up on me. Uh, yeah. You know, there's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, she pushes back on that. She's like, it's not just that I'm a prude, it's that you're an idiot when yeah. you're high. Yeah, and, uh, and I think, but I think the loneliness is also... Uh, done well because the fact that I'm just gonna call them the Italian boy squad the Italian boy squad or at least the three members that we meet so far which is Giovanni Martino who's the best friend and then Aaliyah who doesn't have that big role except in the cabin episode but he is in the background in all of them and like I told you he is I love him so much but you need to get to season two to sort of get all that stuff um like their their sort of bond is made very explicit and it's very strong and so like it's a very stark contrast to um yeah. To Eva. Yeah. I remember when I first saw it, one of the interesting choices that they made was the reason that Giovanni says he's upset about the kiss. Uh-huh. Where he says, like, it's not it's not even that you kiss yes. someone, it's who you kiss. Yeah, so this is like a big thing that I made a note of. I think I I think I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I left it as an open question of like I don't know how I feel about it. So I wrote down um who you cheated with talk works for me in context of theme except I didn't write down what the theme (laughs) Theme was and I read it like I mean I watched the show like three days ago and it's like already slipping from my mind so let me think about that for one second well he's she says at least according to her when Mm -hmm. she explicitly then they have their their breakup final breakup conversation the way that she says it explicitly is like caring what others think is not a sign of weakness sometimes understanding and caring about like how you come off to people how the the consequences of your actions does not mean that you're giving in to some sort of peer pressure yes okay so i think that's what i was thinking of or talking about or what i was thinking of when i wrote that which is like they make the relationship um eva's relationship with joe jo. um, <laughs> it's fun to say with joe um they much more exp- strongly than the other versions we've seen i mm-hmm. feel like make her take almost a moral stand and say um what we did was wrong yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why nothing has been working since yeah i think and, i think most of the other versions sort of like dance around it a little bit og comes pretty close to it like Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's as strongly as this one. Right, like Dutch ends up being very romantic. I think that's the one that we said no, was romantic. Or Spain. No, Spain, no, Spain is the, is the one that's very romantic. Yes, totally. Yeah. I wanted to mention that Eva is a really good crier. Cries a lot in the second half of the season. And uh-huh. I was just like, girl, you're... you got to bring those tears. 
what I, do you know what's strange? I didn't write that much stuff about her. I think because I'm just so used to her story. Yeah, to her story at this point that you're like, well done. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I got it. Yeah. Well, okay. So then, so then obviously the relationship at the core of the season is jo- her relationship with Giovanni, which is then what we kind of want to talk about a little bit is uh, Giovanni. Joe. Jo- Giovanni Garau with a U because he's Sardinian. Sorry. <laughs> that's from season two. And how I think I, apparently both of us are like epically in love with yeah, this guy. I was like, I, so, so basically the backstory of this conversation is that Liska texted me when she started watching it being like, I love Giovanni. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that because I had this fear. I was like, if Liska hates Giovanni, I don't, I don't know how we're going to handle this. Like, Joe is like, I would die. I said, I think I, ta- I typed, I would die for Giovanni. Yeah, I was really enjoying watching the, the season and thinking like, I'm just going to move to Italy and find my Giovanni. Yeah, and I think, and I think when I was talking about how good looking everyone was last year, like, well, sorry, mm-hmm. early in the year, uh-huh. I think I was mainly just talking about Joe <laughs> and like how much I like, I just want to stare into his eyes. Yeah, man, what? Do you know what he look? He, you know how he look? What he looks like? He looks like um. Have you ever seen a young pic, a picture of young Benicio del Toro? I must have at some point. He looks a lot like. Okay. Or Giovanni looks I like him. Okay, okay. Interesting. Um, interesting. They have that like hooded eye, not hooded. Sorry, yeah, yeah, like the, the dark the eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, so we love Giovanni. Do we want to sort of try to unpack why we love Giovanni? Just wait until season two, and then you'll be like, oh my god, I'm literally moving to Italy. Italy. Like, there's there's, there's a lot of, like, people going online being like, I just want to be someone's Giovanni. Like, ah! in terms of, like, oh their god. best friend. Yeah, like, that, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to be that person in their lives. Um, it's just one, just speaking of, like, purely superficial things, there's a lot of sex in this show. Oh, yeah. Also I, I, wrote, I wrote nudity. <laughs> like, way more than I expected. Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, remember... I, yeah, that, and I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why they cast the older actors. Yeah, which I was, like, surprised at in the Dutch version, and then, uh, not Dutch, why I keep saying Dutch, in the Netherlands version, and then in in this one I felt even more so, and I'm like, are we just consecutively getting more sexier? Well, yeah, so this is sexier, this is, uh, obviously the actors are older, and also, again, don't quote me on this, I think it was also a way to be able to sort of do the LGBT storyline in a way that was a little bit more acceptable, but I could be projecting shit into it yeah yeah like sort of like establishing early on we're a show that does sexiness yeah exactly so get used to it yeah and we're not doing it with like children right uh, right and and um and I, well what I like about that is that it's equal opportunity yes then yeah, they're not yeah, gonna 100%. be yeah they're not gonna be like extra sexy no, with no. them nor hopefully are they gonna be less sexy yeah. no there's there's a lot of suggestiveness there's a lot of sounds of zippers <laughs> going down um um yeah but he's uh he's a pretty fantastic character uh, incredibly real. That scene that you referenced earlier, where he—it's um, the after, sh- it's the midpoint, kind of like after she's kissed uh, Fede and Chris, penetrated Chris, and she's been really mad at him because she found out she thinks that he was with his ex-girlfriend and blah blah. blah. Laura, 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 and she. So he meets her at her doorstep when she's coming home, and like that scene killed me. It was so well done. That kind of low angle on the two mm-hmm. of them not looking at each, each other. other. Yeah, I was going to say, one of the things overall that I loved about this, I mean, I think we've mentioned the cinematography, but also, like, not just the visuals, but also, like, the framing of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, there was just, it just feels like everything is very carefully thought out. The camera isn't just placed there for that reason. And and I think that's one of the ways where they find small ways to take the thing that is familiar to you and make it different. It's like, well, this conversation isn't just going to be happening in like necessarily the space that you expect it's going to be in a sort of an unexpected different space and the way that we're going to shoot it isn't 
necessarily going to be what you expect either. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting way to just sort of mix totally, it up. Totally. Which is like very in the spirit of Scam Norway, but yes, in their, their own, own way. way. Scam Natalia is a little bit of the sleek and cool yeah, like, uh, yeah. version of it all. Yeah. Uh, 100%. I, and I'm here for it. Uh, and I really like Giovanni because I felt like he felt very true. He felt very smart. He felt very like nice and genuine. And, like, And I believed his like feelings towards his friends and towards Eva and all uh-huh. that and yet I'm also still like he kind of is still a shitty boyfriend like it yes. doesn't take away from that at all totally which was my problem with Scam Spain t- in that level where I was like he doesn't need to be perfect for for me to also like see his point of view and yeah. see Eva's like you know like yeah yeah I mean none of his I mean his lies and things unforgivable yes yeah um, none of them yeah. yeah and then the other thing that I thought was interesting is that it's basically been established that they've been dating, it's not just the summer, it's not three months, it's like they've been dating for six months or, or so. So there's there's a lot more, I think, a sense of time. Right, Of right, how right. long this has been weighing on her. Because um, yeah. by the end of the season, she's just like, for the last year, I've felt like shitty. Yeah, it's interesting that in uh, Norway, in Scam Norway, they, they center this relationship and the fallout on it, on Eva, as this kind of like, depression, lethargy mm-hmm. that she's in, kind of like, not feeling like herself. Mm-hmm. And they do that here as well, but it's less of the depression and more the sense of, like, I've done something wrong, wrong. and I, that's not who I am. Well, I think, I mean, I don't, if, if we want to kind of go back to that conversation, I think what he's actually trying to say is, like, your priorities um, right now are, like, these people that you say you don't like, then why are you hanging out with them? You're going to these sort of fancy parties and the drinking, like, and the, like, it's, it's more like I don't, I don't understand what joy you're getting out of this, I guess, maybe, or, like, why this is yeah. how you're choosing to experience the world. I don't know. I, yeah, Joe kind of more explicitly draws these lines between the groups of people they hang out with. Yeah. Um, do you know what it is? I think it's also related to, like, the fact that there's no bus. And yes. so their whole thing is about... Partying. Partying and yes. being in with the cool oh, kids. kids. Yeah. Which Joe, very early on, is like, I'm not having any part of that. Yeah, I don't And care. so I think in that sense, it really made se- That conversation really made sense to me. Yeah. Because to him, well, think- that's a betrayal of who he is, who they are, yes. and I think um, he's, who he thought she was. Yes, and I think Joe is very um, sure about, in terms of his priorities, in terms of this and that, I think he can be a little bit judgy, yeah. uh, unfairly yeah. too, but he's very confident in what he believes in, and I guess he did, he was always like, and, and you believe in the same things, and so when she does, then it's a shock to the system, or right. like, right, right, I right. can't comprehend why this matters to you when it shouldn't, Yeah, uh, because we should be above it. I will say, though, another reason why I like him, and Martino and the three of them so much is because even though they're constantly teasing her the same way as they did in OG, it doesn't feel as mean. Like, it feels like, at least to me, it felt a little bit more, like, teasing, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily mean-spirited. Uh-huh. I think maybe the very first seat, uh, the very first time it happens in the in the first episode, it was still a little bit like, oh yeah, that's a thing that they do in this world. But you know what? I totally didn't notice it the rest of the season. Yeah, so, so I, think, I think it didn't yeah. bother me at all. Well, and although in the first scene, Martino says, uh, well, don't, you have to tell me, like he's asking about the grave. Uh-huh. Uh, because uh, you is my best friend, and there's no sec- there's no secrets in a friendship. Uh, right. Whoa. Way to dig your like. I know. And I was like, Martino, <laughs> Martino. Just this season and next season. Can we talk about secrets? Yeah, you are one to talk about. You secrets. are one to talk about secrets. But um, yeah, I just thought it was an interest. Like, because uh-huh. I, I know I know Isak said something similar, but something about the way that Martino said it just struck me as like, dude. Yeah, you don't know what you're saying. I really liked the way this Eva stands up to Martino. 
like way more strongly yes. than yeah. OG Ava. Oh, well, do you like, want to talk about Martina a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I really thought the actor was really charming. Very different take. Yeah, and that's I think that's what we're going to have to talk about when we talk about season two. It's like this knowledge and acceptance, I think especially in this, in that Martino and that Isak season because it's so important to so many people mm-hmm. that like these are different versions, these are different characters, they're like they're different people. Uh-huh. And the way that they are, their personalities, how they're going to react to it, even to the same story, is going yeah. to be different. So, yeah, even a little bit. Like, like he's more the goofy, he's mm-hmm. like this doofy guy. And and that sense of, like, sort of, like, happiness and goofiness is a part, as an uh-huh. essential part of who he is uh-huh. always and throughout. Also, is Martino a redhead? No. Well, according to Scamitalia, he is. Uh. In no way, shape, or form. Does okay, he but then, hair? okay, so we have, he's standing next to Eva. He doesn't look like a redhead. But then, he, when he's standing next to his love interest, Nicola, the one they're sharing a pillow, I was like, finally this week. I was like, okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But it was like, it was a whole thing where, like, in season two, uh, Filippo, the Eskil character, at some point texts something like, don't worry, I'm not into redheads. And everyone was like, what? Martina's a redhead? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, he wears that hat all the time. He does have the freckles to go with it. Yes, he does. But I just... I wouldn't look at him and say, redhead. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. That was a minor thing that I was just like, discussion. Um, yeah, I like Marty a lot. I think I like the actor a lot. I mm-hmm. think he, they do a really good job of lingering on his face whenever he's with Eva and they're uh-huh. talking about Giovanni, where, the, where you see that sense of conflict uh-huh. that you can interpret in a variety of different yes. ways depending on how much information you have they at the time. They do a really good job of uh, I don't know if masking is the right word but like yeah, drawing attention to the opposite of masking. Yes, exactly. Uh, that he, there is something going on between him and Ava and it's you know the obvious answer is he's in love with her but uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah and the, so this is where I point out again for two seconds that I love Aaliyah. <laughs> He, he's not a character in season one. I know. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, essentially, we. I think what one of the good things that Scamitalia does is that so they take sort of like this throwaway character from OG, which is Aaliyah, and they actually make him sort of. Um, I would say he's he's the not the Magnus, the Maddie of the of the boy squad. Uh, not Magnus. Magnus we're gonna meet in season two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they from very early on he's there. Giovanni refers to him since the second episode as one of my best friends. So even though you're not going to get a lot of screen time for him this season, um, he is there throughout. So they've sort of, even in the background, built the relationship between these three so that his presence, one, it's much bigger. It doesn't come as a surprise, and you've built sort of this background, strong relationships between these three boys uh, so that so that when they fight, it breaks your heart. <laughs> Yes, that scene when Elliot comes to the cabin. Yeah. Um, and he pulls out the joint after Ava has stormed off, off, and uh, Joe is like, "Put that away. She'll yeah, lose her really shit." Kind of thing. Uh, was so well. Like those guys had so much chemistry there. Yes. So, I bought that really friendship. For yeah. All of them. And that's and that's kind of like a lot of a lot of what works for me in Scamitalia season two is that the boy squad have such amazing chemistry. Uh, and you'll see that there's a much more focus of them as a unit, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, definitely a different take um, on there's it. There's a lot of um, 
like, the theme of friendship, again, Mm -hmm. um, is obviously super important, and I think it is for a lot of those guy characters, especially Joe and Martino. Yeah. Um, That was something notable in this season. A little bit of a tangent, but one tiny thing that I, like, thought this show, this season, brought into starker relief than even Scam Norway, I love the moment where Eva goes to confront... Marti- Martino at his place. You and Marty. Mar- Mar- somehow Marty's. I. You know what it is? I want to say it in an English accent, like uh, with an, an American accent, yeah. and I don't think it sounds okay. good. Martino. Martino. She goes to confront Martino, and um, uh, Joe ends up opening the door, and that's when he tells him like, "Oh, he's not okay." Blah blah blah. And then and then they kind of go off and have their conversation. Something about the way that scene was done. It felt like a a divorced couple. Yeah. That has to be kind to each other or or be there for each other on some level because a they have history yeah that's real and b it's like Mar- Mar- martino kind of brought his friends together mm-hmm. um you all live in the same world and you have to share sure. your friends yes. and so you have to kind of put aside your and that, worst impulses yes and i think that's also present in season two uh where eva is a bigger presence like she oh, and good. Mar- yeah she and martino oh yeah you told me this before. they're still friendly uh-huh. they're still the awkwardness but they're still friendly and so, like, they their groups sort of interact a little bit more, and there's awkwardness. But but all of that is sort of, like, uh, accounted for. I, I had to watch it really quickly because I didn't have time. But, like, the Martino and Eva sort of, like, confrontate... Both the confrontation and the, like, sort of, like, confession scene uh-huh. later on. Um, again, very familiar, and yet uh, I, I liked this take on uh-huh. it, too. Yeah. Um, and I also, I think I believed by the end of it that she would be willing to forgive him and still be his friend um yeah which is not easy an easy thing to sell um Uh i think apparently i thought the friend the sentence i never meant to hurt you was really important because i literally circled it with three arrows and stars around it and i i I have no idea well i think it's it's martino clearly it's martino but i just don't know if i was in in, in sense of like did i really really believe him in it or (laughs) did you not oh did i not um well, he, well I'm sorry. A, I think he's one of my favorite actors, actually, in the mm. whole show. Even, I really, really even if him. even if Joe is my heart and soul, uh-huh. like I think Martino is just like really solid. Yeah, uh, like yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like him throughout. Um, and no matter sort of what they give him, I think he's risen to the challenge. Another thing I wanted to mention because I had talked about it before, and then now I'm curious about your uh-huh. feelings about uh-huh. it is Eduardo, Eduardo Encanti, William. A small plot thing that is related to Eduardo uh, that um, <laughs> that I just want to mention that you also mentioned in the past is the wall thing, mm-hmm. um, and it it kind of worked for me. Um, yeah, it both was like creepy and terrible, but somehow <laughs> less comically so than both sweaters, sweaters. and Chlam- or not chlamydia uh, herpes. <laughs> But I mean, anyway, it just it just is a small plot point as yeah. like a way to shake up that plot idea. Yes, work. and also I noticed again now when I was watching the fight between Eva and um, Joe, where he knows about it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if she told him or if this is like no, this is literally knowledge in the school. A thing that guys know. In yeah, school. and the, the guys exactly is this like a thing that guys know, and then it brings like another layer to his distaste for it exactly that I, I hadn't noticed uh, exactly before. And, I and also it, it kind of brings another layer to fede when he kisses when he kisses when he kisses eva because in, in this version it's like no he's just putting another notch on his wall okay that's so funny because uh, one of the things that i loved when i first saw season one and i saw some reactions was that italians 
when they saw the feather character, instead of being like, he's scum, they're like, oh, yeah, there's a feather in every class. <laughs> like, there was something about, like, oh, yeah, we know him. We know him well. well. do you know what? I'd say reaction to Penetrator Chris, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I really liked Feather a lot, too. Like, like he wasn't, like, super important, and he wasn't, no, like, no. he's no Penetrator Chris. I still think Penetrator Chris is the highest level oh, of penetrator chrysis of, of imaginable yeah. but, but I, I got the charm of Feta a little bit yeah, and I totally. like 100% it's just this Italian sort of like yeah. savage suave jerky like yeah, boy yeah. you kind of know what you're getting with him yes exactly he doesn't hide it yeah. enjoy it if you, you like it, it and mm-hmm. don't if you don't um, uh, and then, and then, like I said, you know, the the whole kiss thing happens. I think it's at his eighteenth birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one where his parents are at. Yeah, because and that's I remember and mentioning, grandparents. And I remember mentioning before yeah. because I was like, that feels like my culture, <laughs> uh, where your my parents went to my prom. It was like a family thing. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, that yeah, is, I didn't know that. Yeah, my parents went to my prom. That's my, cool. My parents and my brother. Um, yeah, I think the brother went. Yeah. And we, like, it's uh-huh. like a whole thing. It's like my 18th birthday, my quinceanera. My, right. Obviously. Of course. Yeah. But that's but, like family, yeah. Yeah, but like, but also it's a huge party. Like, right. And right, like, right, so, right. so I, 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 Italian culture, I was like, yeah. Yeah. There's a party all yeah. the time. Hey. Yeah, with, you, with your family <laughs> and your friends and everyone gets drunk and everyone sort of looks the other way. Uh-huh. Um, they have to. But let's bring it back to Eduardo. Okay, so Eduardo. Um, I thought they handle him really well in this season. I think it's my favorite version of him. All the things that you mentioned, okay. like che- okay. I just went down the list and checked them off as they happened. I was like, "Yep, she's right. She's right." That scene where he gives Eva a ride does like wonders a, a season's I, worth yeah, of work. Literally, uh, yeah, literally. Because like, like I said, the last like three three episodes, I was watching a little bit faster because I was like, I'm running out of time. So I was like, sort of like making sure that I remembered everything. But certain scenes, I had to like watch it like the complete version of, uh-huh. and that was one of the ones where I was like, I'm just gonna watch this again because it's such it's such a small thing, but it's so good. Uh huh. It even it even adds to the Sylvia thing in a way that I thought was really well done, like her sort of paranoia and like distrust and like sort of like being kicked out of the girl squad uh-huh, a little bit. Uh-huh. And like there's yeah, like a more legitimate yeah. reason for it. Yeah. Um, when uh, and and this couple, like I never feel that creepy manipulation from him. Yeah, I don't. They they always feel like they're on the same terms yes uh him and eleonora and like when he makes his in um even when he makes his ultimatum yeah of like i'm gonna like get i'm gonna i don't remember how he phrases it now but like it's it's towards the end of the season yeah yeah, yeah. making his intentions clear Wait, and it's it's a much more public scene too i noticed uh in this version too and she's sort of like walking away and he keeps like at it or Yes, uh, you're right. And, yeah, and I don't know. I thought it was also a well. It that you're totally right, and that adds the sense of like these are just two people who are flirting. Yeah, exactly. And she's laughing when yeah, she's, she's walking she's, away. She's like, uh huh. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Like, and she doesn't have that sort of shell shocked look yeah. that Nora has. <laughs> yes. Nora has, or that yes. like um, Nora in uh, Scam España. Like, I did. I did write down. Am I just beaten down, or is it different? <laughs> and then I wrote, "No, it's different." No, I, d- I think there's just these small little changes that and, and make like, it a lot more palatable. And, and he's a jerk, you know, as yeah, in, in, obviously in all the ways that William is. But um, he's not a sneering jackass. Yes, yes. Bottom <laughs> there line. There is a line. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line. I uh, do think he's the best of all the Williams. I stand. I will die on this hill. Yeah. He, it's I not mean, much of a hill. Most of the I, people be- agree with me, but. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, and, and not to like judge the. I think both actors are really good and do and like, you know, add their own dimension to the characters. 
so it's i don't mean best in that way but what the show did with him the scenes that gives him in the storylines makes is a huge improvement well and in defense of him he's gonna wait a whole basically a whole year before he gets his date you know i was wondering about that are they going to i know or... do they acknowledge it yeah they acknowledge it in the first episode just uh, that he's not gonna get it for a week or, i mean for a year what how because she's it? she's leaving she goes to study abroad in london Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they're at a party, and he's like, hey, where's my date? And she's like, I'm leaving on a plane tomorrow. And he's like, I can drive you to the airport. And she's like, no, my brother will. Eskil, Filippo. Um, Is he in the rest of the season? He has not been in the rest of the season. I really hope, though I don't think they're going to do this. There's no way they're going to do this. Absolutely not. But I wish, in my dream world, that season three starts with, like, him going to London. Oh, and yeah. it's, like, sort of the whole year replays from, <laughs> but, like, in this other whole oh, I mean, they'll never do it because yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll never do it. But, but they have, uh, that's funny because I've seen people online sort of, like, uh, theorize because people love them mm-hmm. a lot. And I and I think I get it a lot. Even that one scene in the in the, in the premiere of season two that I told uh-huh. you about, like, I was, like, I was feeling it. Uh-huh. Um, I really love this Nora, by the way. Um, she reminds me of my older cousin uh, who in the 80s she is? looked a lot okay. like her. I was gonna say, not that we've talked about how beautiful Josephine is, but this mo- woman looks like a supermodel. I know, <laughs> almost to like an absurd point. She's the only actor of them that I was like, guys, I, they're supposed to be high school students. <laughs> like, I can yeah, accept a lot. Yeah, she does not in any she, way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a great couple. I mean, so far, so far, so yeah. I'm, I mean, I feel like it's one of the ones where I'm excited to see what this is gonna look like instead of like a little bit of sense of dread. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, and they've already started shooting it. Um, like, mm. or maybe they've even finished it. I don't know. So like, definitely, once the new year starts, at some point we're gonna get season three when it's gonna be Eleonora and uh, um, Eduardo. <laughs> and I totally was. Um, chuckling and like remembering your comment about like what the hell is the difference between eduardo and eduardo yeah i i don't even know which one he is but he's he's eduardo as opposed to eduardo i did not hear anything different than what you just said okay eduardo and then eduardo i don't know man oh my god names are gonna kill us on this show well because we have eduardo in spanish yeah but we don't have the other one. So I'm just like, don't say that. Does it just have an extra O? Yeah, it's an U or an O. Uh, that's the difference. That's the whole difference. You guys, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the whole difference. And I'm just like, ah! Um, okay. Uh, rather like, oh, Sylvia. We should talk about Sylvia. Yeah, okay. Sylvia. Yes. I just wrote Jello, but I think that meant Sylvia. <laughs> I liked that. That was such an odd little cultural thing. And I love that it continues in the next yeah, episode. And then the, the mom tasted and yeah. she's like, what, what is this, this horror? horror? Yeah, because cause we've, we've done Marty, Eleonora, mm-hmm. Eduardo, Feather. I just wrote Feather, man. We talked about Sana a little bit. Is there anything else you want to say about Sana? No, I thought she was a good... Uh, I liked her. She, I, yeah, she, she feels a, good... a little. She feels a little sharper and meaner. Um, yes, absolutely, and definitely a little bit like in like she's doing an imitation. Oh, of interesting. Scam no okay. Sana. Ooh. I she was the one who I least felt a sense of like making her own character. I mean, not okay. Like a, interesting. Not I feel I feel like they give her a lot of good material, and I like her. 
that's where I'm at, sort of. But I can I can see where you're coming from, uh, even though I still really enjoyed her. Maybe it's because I've been so disappointed with the saunas and the adaptations. Throughout. I do think she's my favorite sauna that is the, uh, other than yeah. OG so sauna. I think maybe that's where I'm coming from yeah, in terms absolutely. of that. Um, I I liked that they made it more explicit that she has the right intentions. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Like when she explains herself and her motivations, mm-hmm. it comes out of a much. It, it, it comes off less harsh than when Sana does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, and the, the t- toning down. But now I'm wondering if it's just like, it's just Iman and how her portrayal of that character and it's just like iconic, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, so far every other actor, I mean every other role, I found one in another version that I'm like, yeah, I like this version as well, except Sana. Sana. I mean, I like this version. Um but, but yeah. not as much as... But, but I think it's because Sana is so dear to my heart. Um, I will say, one of the things that... And it relates to sort of what we talked about in OG Scam. One of the things that I have loved about every adaptation is... Apart from Sylvia... Or, sorry, Vilda being mm-hmm. like, Well, you're not supposed to be doing this. The show just shows Sana partying and doesn't, like, make a huge thing out right. of it. Right, 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 right. And it sort of acknowledges, like, there are different... Yeah. Uh, ways of observing the Muslim faith as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, just just before getting to her own season or whatever, yeah, all those yeah. issues, I just like the sort of, like, the quietness uh-huh. of, like, her being accepted, as far as we know at this point, yeah. into the girl group yeah. without much drama. Though, there are some much more explicitly... Um, Racist fucking jokes? Yes! <laughs> yep, that's part of another thing. Which I know called. was a conversation on Tumblr yep. and mm-hmm. stuff. And I will say, this is all I'll say about it. I think they're totally racist. I get it. They felt so... Real. real. Yes. I mean, in a way that I was like, ooh, that stings. It makes me... Which is the point, Yeah, I it think. makes me very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and especially, it, a lot of it even came from Martino, who at this point is yes. actually friends with her in season yes. two. Well, it was Martino and Joe, wasn't it? Yes, both of them. Yeah. Joe, Joe was, I think, the, the strongest. The most. Yeah, when I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, stop, yeah, yeah. stop, stop, yeah, stop. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Don't ruin it. Yeah. Just... Be pretty. No. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because that was the other thing that I was just like, you yeah, know, they're racist. Yeah. And so I was trying to like give it the benefit of a doubt. Cool. And like you said, there's even the scene where they come to the first party and everyone is staring at them. I couldn't remember. I was like, why is everyone staring at them? Because I'm so, I still think we're in Eva's point of view. Right. And it's, no, it's because Sana is walking into the party. Right. And, right, right, and right. this is, at this point, the first time that they've seen her in right. like this scenario ever. And, you know, this this is kind of like a meta conversation, less about the show and more about, like, shows in society and fandom and that weird conversation that's happening right now over, like, should we be portraying this because it's real? Mm-hmm. And, like, I do think they're making a point with it. I yes. don't think they're just being okay with it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess the show doesn't super explicitly come out and say this is wrong. At least it hasn't yet. But, I mean, I think... I think every, sort of, most of the time that it happens, either Sana or Eva comments on it. That's true. Even Eva kind of shuts it down in that scene with Latino. Um, So, or she just sort of is, like, reacting like, this is not okay, you guys. Um, But it's rough to watch. Yeah. Man. Um, Yeah, so Sylvia. Okay, so the one thing about her, I liked her overall, um, uh, that she she captured, like, the quality of Vilda, Mm -hmm. but in her own way. Um, but one thing I liked about it that's very different from Vilda, and I really like what they did, is that she's much more self-aware of her, um, she has this line towards the end, where they all end up hating me, I got used to it, or okay. I get used, I used to, to it. it. And that really, 
I was like, whoa, that's a different view of Vilda. That's, yeah. Like, Vilda, original Vilda, in almost every version I've seen of her, is kind of obliv-li- obliv- obliv- somewhat oblivious to uh, her motor mouth yeah, quality. And I think, yeah, I think this one is more aware. I don't think, I think she feels that it's a thing about herself that she doesn't know how to change. Yeah. Um, yes, and I think... And it's so sad to say I got used to it. Yeah, like, I, the scene right before she goes and she confronts Eduardo, where she comes into the the wherever the girls are eating uh-huh. uh, and she's like well I got three things to say and then Sana's all like oh do tell us with as many words as possible or whatever uh-huh. and uh-huh. she's like you know I got this in the math test and then also I'm, I found this recipe and I'm making figures and also like <laughs> big the, thing yeah so I think I think she is aware of what she's doing but she's just like this is who I am yes and, and there's just this hope that maybe this group of girls is finally the one who's gonna yes. accept me which is why when they do it's it's so uh I, I found it really sweet and satisfying yes yeah like and, when, and when they when they kind of like welcome her, her back. back and even before that I think their reactions to Vilda I don't want to say that sorry to Sylvia I don't want to say that OG scam is a bit more hostile when they react to her but they seem much more amused by her than annoyed by her right um throughout yes um, and they have this attitude like kind of like Nora's attitude which is oh it's just Vilda yeah. like yes, pat sir. on the head yeah it's just like, Sylvia yeah uh, yeah, yeah we'll be well yeah, and I, I I think that's true I think Eleonora and and Eva's particularly are always like, oh, you know, that's just her. Yeah, yeah well, well, yeah, we know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she lays this kind of bombshell where you realize, oh, she knows yes. that that's how she comes off. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting, well well done choice. All right, uh, I think that's all my notes now that I'm thinking. Yeah, let me sk- skim through it. Let me see if I have anything else. Uh, oh, I how can I not mention that gorgeous, glorious, uh, nihilistic, opening oh yeah i actually instead have of, the opening here too yeah. <laughs> instead of talking about uh society and how we abuse uh other nations it's this very like nihilistic what is life they all think we're losers let's just be part let's just be losers and party. party and i was like yes i am here for this angst and i liked the the angle of it's uh just words but eva is the one reading it so that I also that was also a tiny sort of like a change that uh-huh. I, I achieved the fact of like doing a twist on it and making it your own. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So yeah. 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 Definitely. I always pay attention. I always pay attention to the opening because I know you like the opening. So I'm always like, how is this any <laughs> different? How is it doing um, it this time? Yeah, yeah. Like I I realize that there's certain scenes that I'm always like on the lookout for. Mm-hmm. It's like when the scene where. Uh, Eva confronts her former best friend. That's one of my favorites to always see, like, what, right. how is yeah. it different, how it's treated, yeah, and all yeah. that. Uh, and it's funny because it's not always the most iconic scenes. Like, it's not always, like, I do always enjoy an uh, William takedown by Nora, uh-huh. but it's not necessarily the one that I'm always, like, the most excited for. Uh-huh. Uh, it's more, like, the, I think, the emotional sort of beats uh-huh. that really, like, I'm on the lookout yeah, for. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, uh, speaking of super minor thing, I think Scam Movistar, which is uh, Scam uh, España, is was trying to do some sort of crossover little extra bit with um <laughs> some other show. Oh, that, not another Scam. No, show. no, no, another show that they have, or <laughs> I don't know what really the deal weird. was. Uh, so they actually had their Eva. Uh huh. And uh, what was her name? Ines, the former best friend. Um, like they had a little clip. 
like they they released I think today where they like sneaking into some sort of like dance uh, auditions where you're supposed to be eighteen or older oh. and then so like they try to sneak in and then they get found out and whatever but it has the two of them hanging out as friends that's fun yeah so that's, I mean like, that's what we've like wanted with the, some of the other shows. shows yeah yeah that's so fun. yeah so that that had I don't yeah I don't know how that will affect because it's because I think Mommy Star more explicitly than some of the other. Um, providers or whatever is constantly looking for like cross promotion and like stuff like that uh-huh. which if that's the way to keep the shop going let's get have more I love of that. it I love it because I've even heard discussions of like oh well they have to feature this and this music because they have to feature like the artists that they're like right. sponsoring and right, stuff right, like right, that right, right, right. but I'm like whatever guys like I mean, I've watched the CW do you know how many times Bonnie is like I don't have to do a search spell because I have my fancy phone <laughs> that lets me see where my friends are at or they get into the car and they're like have you heard about this new Nissan and all these features? <laughs> anyway, let's go kill some vampires. Listen, you gotta keep the lights on somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you gotta do, uh, Scam yeah, Movie Star. Totally. I think my last, last comment, which I really want to make because I fucking love it so much, is I have found my absolute favorite location in all of the scams. Okay. Which is that pool oh, where they go it's skating. it's so pretty. It's so gorgeous and well chosen. Yeah. And especially in the wide shot because those tiles mm-hmm. are that kind of like green, kind mm-hmm. of algae-ish, I don't even know, mint algae green. And then there's that huge... Um, X with the red circle. Oh, yeah, I love it's, the X. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's and so cool. Against that, like, moody, kind of cloudy sky, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, like, appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, so basically what we're saying is Scamitalia is way pretty, guys. It's a beautiful uh, show. And a- not just because the people in it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's just part of it. <laughs> I think that's a wrap on season one. Yep. If there's anything else that you think we missed, uh, let us know. We are going to be talking about season two, like I said, which I'm super excited about. I'm excited to see the end of it. They've made some interesting changes. We'll we'll see how we feel about those. Uh, yeah, if you do want to support the show, um, Scam Italia, the Tim Vision official website, is actually not geo-blocked uh, right now as of season two. So, you know, either play the clips or at least like them, do whatever to show your support because it's actually really easy to do it for that show. So why not? Yeah. Um, and yeah, season ends on this weekend, Friday or Saturday, I don't know, because I feel like they end the episodes when they feel like it. I'm always like, oh, that's it? <laughs> if you have anything to add to our discussion, find us on Twitter or Tumblr or, or I was going to say Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. No. Or Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you for everything. Bye. Bye.